The fifth aliyah, the fifth aliyah, Hamishi of Parshas Ekev, continues with what I guess at this point we would call a very familiar Devarim, book of Devarim theme, how Hashem took us out of Mitzrayim, how Hashem has taken care of us, how we have to be careful and not to go in the wrong way, lest we lose the land of Israel, lest we never warrant the opportunity, or never earn the opportunity to go there, lest we be kicked out, and etc. A few very interesting notes over here. Rashi points out that, that Hashem says to us, I am very conscious of all the mistakes you've made in the desert, but my love and my mercy for you, the Jewish people, has never changed, and you have to realize that. And that's why we're still on this journey together. Hashem's love and His mercy towards the Jewish people doesn't change despite our many mistakes. Excuse me, that's very important for us to keep in mind as we go through life. Two, um, Rashi also points out, Hashem says at the beginning of the Saliyah, the Torah says, what is it that Hashem wants is just that we should fear Him. Um, and Rashi points out, well, how can you say just that we should fear him? And the famous answer to that is that really, ultimately, Hashem's going to take care of everything for us, except that we need to build, and our major responsibility is to develop the fear of Hashem. The fear of Hashem is our responsibility, and from there, with that fear, Hashem takes care of everything else. That that is the one singular item we need to focus on, because everything else, Hashem's going to take care of, a very famous an interesting idea worthy of a much broader conversation, but very interesting. Nonetheless, continues Rashi, the fact that we have all this responsibility and there's so many consequences if we don't do it, when we do do it, we have to remember that, that it's not just, okay, now we're safe, but Hashem actually rewards us for doing it, and that's a beautiful thing. On top of that, we have to understand that when we do it and Hashem rewards us, actually vis-a-vis Hashem, it's irrelevant. Now, why is it irrelevant? Because, because Hashem has control over everything and there's nowhere where we could hide and nowhere that we could be safe and if Hashem doesn't want something, it won't happen and etc., 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 because He is what we call the Kol Yachal. He's in control of everything. If so, why should Hashem reward us? The answer is because He told us that He wants us to do it. And he loves us when we do it, and he appreciates it even though he doesn't need it. And that is very important to appreciate. Then Rashi goes on and says, as we talk here about all of Hashem's might, his givura, next to his givura, Hashem always says, don't think of me as scary. We always find next to that anvisanuso, his humility. And so after Hashem talks about his all-expansive and all-encompassing might, he says, and I take care of those who are down and out, the orphan, the convert, etc., etc. And besides, you guys, you are yourselves foreigners, converts, um, in, a, in a foreign land, in the land of Egypt. You don't have any right to make fun of somebody, and remember, I take care of them. Hashem isn't just high and mighty in his you know throne room, and he doesn't know. Hashem cares about each and every single person, big and small, it doesn't matter. We need to remember that. Now, of course, over here in this, when we're in such a setting, the Torah always reiterates that Moshe is talking to those who are living it, and therefore the story is very personal and direct for them. 
there are two more interesting notes. One is, is in the review of the experience in the desert, we come upon a discussion, a puzzle piece, where it discusses, brings us back to what happened to Korach when the mouth of the land of the earth opened up and swallowed them. And over here, Rashi gives us another insight, another piece of the puzzle about how did that event happen. There's a debate. Uh, Rashi brings two versions. Either there was a variety of people, and so the ground opened up in multiple places and, and swallowed them, or the land actually sort of tilted, angled, so that they rolled all into one mouth from wherever they were. Just interesting to appreciate. Over here we get a little pe- another piece of the puzzle of how that event happened. Interestingly, there's a note here that it wasn't just the people, but it was their properties. Anything that would have made them feel special, so that was a piece of them. I'm special because I have whatever house, properties, earnings, you know, money, etc. You're nothing. It's all going in the garbage into the ground. This aliyah ends again with a common note about how Eretz Yisrael, the land of Israel, is far better than any other land. Interesting Rashi over here, where he goes through when when the cities of Israel were built vis-a-vis the other cities but in previous generations, the orders, the comparisons that are made, and the outcome, of course, is that Eretz Yisrael, the land of Israel, is the most special land of them all.